Hey y'all, this is Sherry Witt, and you're listening to Unashamed. Unashamed is our weekly podcast where we discuss everyday topics from a biblical perspective, as well as having special guests on to give their testimonies on how the Lord has worked in their lives. Our earnest prayers that God will be lifted up, and this podcast can be used to further His kingdom. Now, on with the show, y'all. For the cause of Christ, I'll live my life This week's podcast is sponsored by Hilton Photography. Vanessa Hilton has over 25 years' experience as a professional photographer. She's located in Germantown, Ohio. You can find her on Facebook at Hilton Photography, or you can call her at 513-218-9393, or email her at psalm1849 at hotmail.com. Hey y'all, welcome to this week's episode of Unashamed. We have our special guest host, we got Jennifer back! Hey! <laughs> I'm back, folks! <laughs> Thank you for having me back. Hey. That's a good sign when you get re- you know, exactly. invited again. <laughs> exactly. Right. So did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I cooked my first turkey. You did? I did. I did. And I hosted my first Thanksgiving. Hey, how'd it go? I, I have pat, pat myself on the back. Yeah. It was pretty good. Pretty yummy. Yeah? Everybody took leftovers. So. Hey, that's always a good thing. That's, <laughs> that's always a good, a good thing. Nobody died, right? <laughs> Nobody had to go to the hospital <laughs> for poison or something. <laughs> And I remembered the bag. I got the bag and the nick out. So oh, that was everybody warned me, get the bag, get the nick out. Make sure you do that. I was like, okay, okay. But I was proud of myself. came out pretty good. That's it was good. pretty yummy. Good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Juicy and plump and good. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we went to my mother-in-law's for Thanksgiving, and Bill ended up deep frying the turkey. Oh, I saw like that. Super yeah. good. Oh, yeah. I did that one time at Lowe's when I was working there, and... Um, we had a deep fry, three of them. Never deep fried a turkey in my life. Oh my gosh, how'd it go? We were in the back of the store. We were so nervous. We were like, oh, oh. So we uh, Googled. Gotta love Google. Oh, it's, yeah. It, it stressed the line. Don't go over the line and make sure the turkey's not wet. Oh, yeah. There you go. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that came out pretty good. Everybody enjoyed it. But oh, yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. And then we went over. The day, well, we went over Friday night for my niece. Her daughter had a birthday. She turned seven, and then we had our family, my my side of the family, Thanksgiving. Oh, she has a birthday on Thanksgiving. Well, the day she had it on Black Friday oh. this year on the 29th, right? Or was that the 29th? Well, that's nice. She had all but kinds yeah. of sales to go buy and shop well, for herself. Well, they didn't go. They didn't go. Oh, well. well it was her daughter, but she didn't go because she was trying to, she was setting up the party. Gotcha. So gotcha. So they didn't go very, oh, okay. very far. But then the next day we had, we had our family Thanksgiving and my sister and her husband, they're building a house. So oh. we kind of had it there. It's, oh, it looks nice. It's oh, really nice. Oh, I bet nice. you it's going to be gorgeous. Oh, the, it, the building stuff they have now. Oh, it is. The I mean, tile. And, and the he, he's into cabin. woodwork, so he oh, he's, so he's designed gifted. everything. And oh, Looked real you know nice. when you have somebody in the family like that that's gifted it's always a blessing oh yeah you know mm-hmm. you can always call them up and say hey yeah exactly <laughs> I need some trim <laughs> exactly well and that's that's exactly what that's exactly what billy did but yeah um it was our first year without my nephew oh 
I mean, that's, that's always that's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Now, how long has your mom? It'll be five years in June. Really, five years. Yeah, it doesn't seem yeah. like it goes that long. Yeah, it goes quick. It does. Yeah, for but not for the ones that grieve. It seems right. like it just happened. You yeah, know? but that's hard. That's really hard. Did they do something kind of to remember him? They or? had um, his wife had uh, got one of those pillows made with uh like one of his one of his shirts oh i've seen and gave that. it to my sister so there was like an empty spot at the table and that oh. was sitting there and then my niece had made a sign and i'm not sure oh if that's a, touching that's very touching i don't think i have a picture of it but then um then they had a picture of him so oh well so, yeah. that's really that's a beautiful tribute it was and i mean it was it was it was hard. Oh, yeah. You know, I it's bet. always, I mean, it's been two years since my mom passed away. So then, yeah. you know, but yeah, and especially, you know, like. The holidays do that. It, they, they, it really does. It yeah. really pulls on people. Mm-hmm. And it don't matter if it's five years or ten years. There's always something. You like when you start opening a Christmas box, an ornament, and you just, oh, you know, that's it. Yeah. You've, you've lost it. You yeah. Know, it's just something will pull it all out, and it's like, oh, wow. It's a wound that never heals. That's true. Yeah, you, know? you described it perfectly. Yeah. It really is. Something will pick it open. Yeah. And you'll just start crying and bawling, and and you find comfort in it, too, because Todd and I have a lot of, like, we have his grandfather's nativity scene. I saw that, yeah. And then we, I have, you know, stuff from my Oma and my mom and... You know, and I'm just, this is the first year I could put some of my mom's stuff out. I couldn't oh, do it all because right. I started all bawling. So I was yeah. like, oh, nope. I said, <laughs> I got to pack that up, mom. I'm not ready to put all that out. But yeah, it, it's emotional. A lot of people don't realize that. When you have all your family members, you don't know that pain yeah. that your friends will go through or family members when everybody's still with you. Yeah. But when they pass, it starts changing the whole meaning and feeling of christmas and thanksgiving and yeah and christmas is going to be you know hard i mean he was with us last christmas obviously and he was just he had dressed up like santa but he was already there we we didn't know at the time exactly what it was going on that the cancer had spread but um (sighs) but he was always like the cut up and the one that plays the jokes and the pranks and the oh, smart he, aleck he was, remarks. Oh, okay. So, okay. you know. He was the fun family member. He was member. the fun family member. He really was. I think everybody needs a fun family member, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when his birthday, he would turn 33 in June. And so, like, oh, I had so it written young. on my calendar because wow. I write out my calendar, you know, uh-huh. like a year. Uh-huh. You know, I'll start off with the year whose birthday it is. And I even picked up the phone to text him oh. before it dawned on me. But, you know, oh. it, it didn't make it. It made me sad, but what even made me cry, and I know this sounds really extremely selfish and petty of me, is that he was a deer hunter. And he would always go deer hunting, and when he would catch a deer, he would make sure that I got summer sausage. He always remembered me. And so I think it showed up on my memories on Facebook about getting summer sausage. And then I started crying. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like the first year I won't be able to get any summer sausage from well i mean he's in a better place yes he is that's about the only thing that i can comfort you you. it comforts you you know that there are no more pain and they're protected they're in heaven and they're happy yeah that's and you know we all want to i always say uh, some people you know when someone passes sometimes you 
And I don't mean this in a morbid way, but you wish we all go like in a package so nobody's left behind to grieve. Right. You know, yeah. we just all, whoo, you know, like a family trip. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I've been praying. I'm like, Lord, just let us all go home in the rapture. Yeah. Can we all go home. Yeah. Because you know, I try yeah. not to dwell on it because I'm like, oh. I'm not getting any younger. Oh, and the, the world's getting worse. And the world's getting worse. You think you've heard it, and then you hear something else, and you're like, wow. I, isn't it crazy? And then sometimes I find myself, oh, wait a minute, i got to replay that. Did I just hear that story correctly? <laughs> you know, it's just it's just some of the stuff you hear out there is crazy anymore. I mean, it is. I mean, I, it is. It's literally like, I don't even know if you would even say mentally ill. And that might, it's probably part of it. I, I, I think we've entered a whole new area where even psychiatrists can't define it. Yeah. You know, they're, even doctors can't define it. Because we were just talking about this guy um, is suing a gynecologist's office because he's a transgender and they couldn't perform a pap and mammogram and all that on him. I'm like, yeah. and got so upset. And I was like, they can't help you. You don't have same equipment <laughs> yes you don't yeah. have the parts for her yeah. the ovaries the fallopian you don't have all that she can't help you and i guess he threw a horrible fit and is suing yeah, that doctor and i'm like it is really i i just can't believe i'm hearing that i had to rewind that twice i was like yeah, you, well, like, like looking at it, when I first saw, it, I'm like, is this really like, is this part, is this Fake like news. an article on like the Babylonian Bee yeah. or the Onion? You know, those are satire websites or whatever. And I was yeah. like, is that what that is? And then I like look, I'm like, oh no, that's that's a real, that's a you know, real that's like, you know, that's bona fide like bona fide news story source. that happened. I was I'm like, like, wow, it really did happen. That's oh, that and these crazy. poor kids. I just feel sorry for the kids growing up in this. I mean. How do they distinguish things anymore, you know? Yeah. Especially if they don't have a Christian home where a parent is there saying, no, that's mm-hmm. that's not normal, you right. know? I mean, it's just, um, it seems like the world wants you to know that everything goes, everything's good. It's well, done. it is. It really <laughs> is turning to a slippery slope because I just had read this week, and I'm not sure if it was Fox News or The Blaze, but that... Um, they are wanting like they had interviewed like this I don't know if it was a college professor I'm not sure if I could even bring it up mm-hmm. but but basically what it was was that um, non-offending pedophiles like that's fine oh you know? I, I, are you referring to that article now I, I'm, it might not be the one you're referring to but the, a tattoo parlor is Refusing, I guess they have a symbol they put on them now. Really scary what what the world is starting to embrace because you know people say that you know what was what was once wrong is right and what was once wrong you know it's it's like it's scary what people and, and accept. The, right, and the Bible says that because I've quote, yeah. I've not quote not quoted that, but like in the book of Isaiah, I think mm-hmm. it's chapter five, and it says, "Woe unto those that call evil good." And call good evil. Yes. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Yes. And it's it's coming alive. It really is. It. It's coming alive. And I just... Well, even now, you know, I we were brought up in a generation where we say, Ma'am, right. Mr., Mrs., you know, can I help you, ma'am? Well, those are offensive now. You can't speak on those. If they want, I believe it's like it. 
and Anne, and it's like, Grant, I was never allowed to address anybody like that. That, to me, was an insult when you would say, hey, you know. Okay, so this is an article from Vice News. I think this may be the one. Yeah, this is the one. The men who call themselves non-offending pedophiles. And I'll actually share the link on the Facebook page. Getting to where, like, if you go to a psychiatrist and tell a psychiatrist, hey, I am attracted to kids, if the psychiatrist deems you a threat, they have an obligation. They have to report you to the law. Mm-hmm. And so this specific person was saying, you know what, you know, if they're non-offending, you shouldn't have to do that. Oh, you know? wow. Oh, uh, yeah, and then the quote was, I wish people understood that, I mean, we generally don't like the fact that there are pedophiles either. Like, we didn't ask for this. It's something that a lot of people will be more comfortable ignoring, but when it's you, it's not really an option to ignore it. You know, people don't take that serious. I mean, that's... that's well, I mean, that's just part of the slippery mail. slope. I mean, yeah. you can go on Facebook right now, and, and or Facebook on the internet right now, and find groups of, like, I think one group. And the only reason I know about this group is because I actually watched an episode of Law & Order not too long ago. Uh-huh. And I thought the... I mean, it's been a few years now. Yeah. But I thought the thing was a joke. But then I have since seen it. Like, it's oh, called, like... Wow men love boys or boys wow. love and it's like a group and so they're like act why is the active you know authorities getting on that because they haven't been they haven't done anything it's just their mindset i guess they oh, they actually want to oh, be oh, you know my. i've seen where it's not it's not a it's not a choice they were born this way again starts off with the slip the slippery slope yeah and no. it just continues uh-huh. No. Continues on. You're, you lo- you're lowering your standards too, and you're putting children in jeopardy. Just like the bathroom issue, you know, you got people who are, are sexual pedophiles uh, dressing up like a woman going in a bathroom to to get prey. Yeah, and vice versa. You mm-hmm. know, they dress up like a man to go. In. You you can't be that naive in society today. You have to. I mean, I don't know. First of all, I don't know any parent will let their kid go by themselves. First of all, this day and age. But right. you're right. You know, it's you're lowering the standard and you're opening the door for uh, for a nightmare. It, you're, I mean, how can you do that as a society uh, not to protect our children? I mean, that's just oh my! I didn't even know that existed online. But you know, that's what happens. You know, when you become a society that don't you don't want the Lord in anything, then you start embracing this type of theories and and this type of thinking and this. You know, this is why we're in the mess we're in. You know, mm-hmm. you, you 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 redefine marriage. You redefine the law. You're read. I mean, there you become a, a society of no morals and values, and it'd be an anarchy. You know, and that's what we're slowly becoming. I mean, whoever knew that pedophiles would be recognized in this type of form? Yeah, it, I mean, it, I mean, it just oh oh, it's it's. <laughs> It's crazy. Well, and I've seen, I've shared um, the meme, and I've seen the meme, but it says, like, if we don't teach our children about Christ, who will? Exactly. The world. And, I mean, it, it's, you know, like I was telling my sister the other day, you know, I, I homeschooled the boys, and my sister homeschooled my nephew and niece. And I told her the other day, you know, New York has mandated they have to have their back vaccinations. Oh. So the kids, if they don't, if they are not up to their vac, if they are not up to date in their vaccinations, they were actually not be allowed to come back to public school. Because of that, so many people have been pulling their kids out to homeschool them. 
but because it's becoming such a big issue Mm -hmm. that now they like there are some government officials i don't know but they're talking about trying to outlaw homeschooling Uh and make it illegal Oh boy. Which is what they've already done in many parts of the world, you know. I think it's in Sweden. Yeah, They're that one allowed, that one family, to. the missionary family. Yep. I remember you know, that. And why? Because we won't because people want to teach. They want your children's mind. They do. They don't want you as a Christian parent to influence and teach your children about the Lord. Mm-hmm. They want to to control your child's mind and eliminate that whole belief of the lord they just and they're going after the children they're going after your children it's easy it's easy to you know before they can really start thinking for themselves Mm -hmm. that they've already been indoctrinated with i mean is it is it eventually going to come down to the point where it's going to be criminal a parent will be charged if your child goes to school and talks about the lord and so i learned that from my mommy and daddy i mean are we going to get to that point where you're going they're going to come to the door and say hey children's services you can't teach your child that you can't teach your child about the lord or anything i mean it, that'd be scary if that ever came down to it that would. point well uh, yeah yeah because you know you 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 have parents who have a belief they have a belief in the lord and they want to teach their children that and you know people's like oh you know it's just regulations like but no it's always the christian that's being selected for that mm-hmm. i don't see them going after other religions and teachings it's always the christian mom and dad that has to face Mm -hmm. this type of attacks i mean and there's tons of examples out there it's always you know they say it's not a hate yes it is it's it's pretty black and white now it's it's an attack on anyone who believes in the lord Mm -hmm. and wants to teach that to their children you know they find that such a threat it's just they come up with every excuse they can to just create negativity about it sad it's just really sad well and you i mean you did touch on something because you said you know will they come to the door if you you know will like cps or something Mm -hmm. come to the door or well you can't teach your kids that and i think it will happen soon because they'll say oh well you know that's hate speech yeah, or, or you're brainwashing your, your, brainwashing child. your child. We have to take your children away, and and, and and we'll place them in this family over here that could be, you know, who, what, atheists or what. You know, I'm just saying, you know. But, uh, you know, people say that can't happen now, but look where we're at now in yeah. America. Right. 50 you, years ago, you wouldn't have thought, <laughs> yeah. you know, 20 years ago. Half been, of the stuff we're witnessing yeah, now. I'm just like, so, you know, it's not that, that's far, a joke, it's right? not that far of a yeah. fetch. Don't folks. say that it won't happen. That's right. it could vary. It could vary. vary. Yeah, because if you look at um, wedding photographers now and cake mm-hmm. decorators and florists, I mean, you never thought 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, you would be attacked like that and lose everything. So what makes homeschooling off the limits? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Are you ready for Christmas? I am. We're going to have an easy Christmas this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I guess everybody, I don't know if they're like bah humbugs or what, but nobody wants anything this year. Uh, So I was like, oh, okay. Well, (laughs) no money to spend on me and Todd. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, okay. So we're just going to have a real nice family dinner and I'm going to do some baking. I want to do some baking. So I'm going to do baking and, um, but I will buy something for my, uh, my brother, my dad, my brother, I try to send him some fun things out oh. in Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he, he's all, uh, 
he's a football guy, so he's pretty easy to buy for. So you ready for Christmas? You got all. I saw your Christmas trees. How many do you have? Oh, I got a lot. I saw I, the I, snowman I have, Christmas trees. I have two trees. snowman trees. Then I have uh, a German ornament tree. And then I have a Coca-Cola tree. Of course, that's Todd's. Todd's. And then we have our big everything ornament tree. Oh yeah, (laughs) and then I I saw them. Yeah, and I um, I had to laugh. We've been we go antique shopping a lot, and they have like these ceramic Christmas trees. Mm -hmm. You remember your mom having one with all the little things? Well, I had one. I painted one when I used to work at Frank's Nursery and Crafts, and I thought. Well, these are all, these are really trendy now. They're coming back, you know? So I whipped mine out. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh my, it's got to be, a, wow, I said 20, maybe 25 years old. Look pretty good. I got that out in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, three, four, five, about six or seven trees up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were going to decorate the outside, but. We had candy canes. Will wanted it decorated like Candyland with the candy canes. But I guess last year, well, not last year. We didn't decorate last year. A couple years ago, some of the things have broke off. So I had to throw all the candy canes away because they're all broke. So we haven't had a chance to do outside. And then last year, the boys destroyed the tree. And I was, I'm I'm a cheapskate. And I didn't want to pay a whole bunch of money for a tree. So we actually did a cross, which... That is beautiful. Looking, looking that pretty is really good. pretty. My, you can keep that out for Easter, too. Yeah. That'd well, I told myself I might just keep it out all year round. And then, like, during the fall, put sunflowers on there. Yeah. Easter lilies, poinsettias yeah. for mm-hmm. Christmas. You yeah. know, that'd be beautiful. That'd yeah. be real pretty. I and like it, that. And it's heavy enough that the boys can't top it over like they did the they tree. They can withstand the... It uh... stands. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my... We, I bought the wood. And then when we went to Indiana, my brother-in-law and... Billy ended up cutting it, and then Billy put it together, and so it's not done. I yet. like that. How did you get this idea? Did you come across? I found it, it on Facebook oh. or on Pinterest, I think. Oh, I like that. It's really different. I like that, and you know, it's the true meaning. Oh. But yeah, I found it on Pinterest, and was like, oh, it'd be kind of cool to do. And then when I found out, went to go take the stuff out of the bags to put the tree together, and I was like, get this, yeah, trash it, and told Billy I'm gonna get some wood and you can make me a cross so he ended up ended up doing I don't know what I'm gonna put on it though I hadn't really thought that I mean we got garland and then lights Mm -hmm, around mm -hmm. it but I didn't know what else I was gonna put around there well like we said you know you could do a real nice arrangement put it in the middle Mm -hmm. with poinsettias and stuff that'd be pretty yeah Mm -hmm. and and you have it's a it's kind of represents a tree but then it represents the crucifixion yeah so it's beautiful well i think and that's part of it is like and billy said this before is like whether you're religious or not whether Mm -hmm. you have that relationship with christ Mm -hmm. majority of everybody celebrates christmas whether they celebrate it because of santa and buying gifts yeah but the people that celebrate because of jesus birth it's like they take jesus out of the box Mm-hmm. Put them under the tree, mm-hmm. and then once Christmas is over, they put them back in, and they don't think about the reason. There's more to the story, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, God didn't just send him down here just a zippity doo dot a, you know. No, he, he came didn't. down here for a purpose. He came down here for a very for, yeah. for sins of the world, you know. And I think people they forget about that, you know. Well, they do, and I, I think you know, um, being in retail most of my career. Um, they do that. They take Christ out of Christmas and they take uh, Jesus out of Easter, you know, and they That's do right. that. They they just, 
you know and then people are offended they're like well this is our holiday no it's really a christian holiday you know it's it's based on the birth of jesus and easter is the same thing you know it's uh but they they've taken it and they've just put it all about santa that's true you know and um christian parents i think have a hard time but uh, they make it very clear especially if your kids go to public school and all that um you know, there's Santa, but this is the real reason. Right. This is why we celebrate Christmas for the birth of Jesus. And I noticed when I worked in retail um, for about 34 years, we used to get the first couple, uh, 20 years, we get tons of beautiful nativity scenes, just beautiful stuff. And then it slowly just declined. Yeah, I haven't and seen any that, of those. No, and I think the only place you really could find a nativity scene probably now is Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know... It, yeah, I didn't even think about that. It really <clears throat> has declined. You Because know, it would be a time where I would do a whole display, and then we would have... Last year I was in retail. Uh, you find, like, a little statue of Joseph and Mary and Jesus, and that was it. Little stat- mm-hmm. And they had it way, 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 way down in the end. Yeah. So it, was, it really has changed the whole Well, it's meme. almost become a little bit, like, more commercialized. Oh, I mean, yeah. think about it. I mean, it used to be just, like, Black Friday now. I mean, people are opening their stores at 5 or 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving yes. Day yeah. for you to hurry up and get the and deals. And I'm waiting for them to be open, like, Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. It'll That's happen. coming. It's yeah. coming. Because it's not enough money. They're so greedy, the mm-hmm. retail. They can't give the employees any time to, <coughs> to be with family. That's a non-existing thing now. You know, family time, family structure. You know, they can't give their employees two days of the year, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, to be with their families. Yeah. I mean, but that's a whole other subject. You know, the structure of the family's going, too. But... Yeah, you really don't. So it's very nice that you have a cross, you know, and your kids will see it. And well, it just serves as a daily reminder, you know. It of, is. It's beautiful. Of, of some, what, you know. What you, you know, some people, us. you know, when I walk by them and I see them wearing a cross, I said, I, I, I always say, I truly hope you know the meaning of that. It's not mm-hmm. a piece of jewelry. Right. It's just know? not a symbol. Yeah. It's, it's a very powerful meaning it's a powerful act that the lord did for you and um you know i just a lot of people like to wear it and i'm just like oh you know i just really hope you know that means something to you that you're you were saved for that and you want everybody to know i'm a christian and i was saved not just that it's the end thing and i'm gonna wear it to be fashioned you know Mm -hmm. but yeah well, I see so many people doing the elf on the shelf, and I thought about getting that a couple years ago for the boys, but we found something else I found on Amazon I called saw that. That's Shepherd's cute. Treasure, and we did it last year, and it worked out really good, which is, like I said, you can find it on Amazon, and it's a little, well, what it comes in the box is a book, and a little shepherd doll, and then a baby Jesus, and so, and then cards. So each day, you kind of move it like you would Elf on the Shelf. It tells you kind of what you're doing what day. Oh. And then um, at the very end, because the shepherd's on a journey, so at the very end, so Christmas Day, the kids would wake up, and the shepherd is bowing before Jesus. Oh, wow. So I, I've never heard of that. I think that's so neat. Yeah. And the boys really enjoyed it last year. Now, this year... I told them because they wanted to move it and I didn't want it destroyed because it is nice and it wasn't cheap. So I told them that if they moved him, that he would get lost on his journey. Well, guess who didn't want to listen to me this year? Uh-oh. 
No. Yeah. So, so David is what they name. You get to name him. David is has disappeared for a couple days because he got lost. Uh oh. He might be back tomorrow. But it's been nice because you read the Bible to him. You read, you know. And that, that's that's yeah. really beautiful. And I really that's beautiful. I, they really enjoyed it last year. You know, so. I like that. I'm, I'm, yeah. And I hope more parents pick up on that. That's really yeah. nice. Because, you know, when you have children, they, they need to learn the meaning of Christmas, what right. it's all about, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can incorporate both. Yeah, Some I parent, mean, I've taken it. I took it, like I said, I took it to Bass Pro, and they got their picture taken with Santa and sat on Santa's lap. And, yeah, as long as yeah. you teach them, you know, uh, I don't see uh, the problem with that. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, you can. My mom always incorporated, you know, we would have the nativity scene under the tree, mm-hmm. and then we had the star. And she would always kind of incorporate that, you know, we bring our gifts to Jesus and she would right. put it around the nativity scene. And she, that's how she kind of gave us that structure and taught oh, us. Yeah, that's nice. And then the star was the star of David and, you know, and we knew, you know, right. the difference. And so, yeah, I, you know, my hat's off to parents that incorporate Jesus in Christmas. I think it's wonderful. I think, I think, uh, two thumbs up, mom and dad. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any new year's resolutions or do you do that no because i break them i never stick to them yeah that's how i am but um i am i want to do i you've done it and i've heard some other people talk about the blessing jar oh yeah i want to do that i want to do that for todd and i yeah. so because it would be nice to look back because sometimes you can get in a little pity party yeah and when you look back all the things that the lord has done for you through the year you're just mm-hmm. like Wow, you know, I sounded like a little ungrateful brat, didn't I? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think there was like one year I didn't. I usually write them down in the book. Uh huh. So like, I think like our first year that we did it. So like, I like looking back and being, oh wow, you know, like I don't know why this one stands out in my mind, but like we needed a lawnmower, uh-huh. and somebody gave us a lawnmower for free, oh, a riding wow. mower. See, you know, God provides our needs. Now, do you, know? you do every time you get a blessing, you put it in? We have not, I have, okay. well, we were doing it like a blessing, like each piece of paper. And okay. what ended up happening was we had a glass, big glass vase okay. and it completely overflowed. Oh, wow. So, Boy, you just had an abundance was, that Well, year. because I was Man. writing on, on it, I was write, I would write a blessing uh-huh. or a prayer answer on one piece of paper. So if uh, I had five, then I'd write five pieces okay, of paper. Okay, okay. So this time around, I've been writing it down, you know, like. Whether it's like monthly, like okay, so for the month of August, here's all the stuff that happened. You oh, know? okay. And so it doesn't; it's not as big. I mean, there's a lot of blessings still in there, but it's not yeah. as big. It is, and it's in a plastic container versus a glass. Because oh, glass doesn't last very long. Well, you, you got boys, <laughs> yeah. buddy. Yeah, <laughs> you're the yeah. only girl in this house. Yeah, so. I know. I know. <laughs> let me tell you. They don't let me forget it either. Mom, mom can't have no pretty. That's right. I'm like, we can't ever have, this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. But you yeah. need like a room where you can go in there and lock it and it's just mom's room. I did, but we had to give it up because it became the boys' room. Oh, no. Now it's my prayer room and oh. my sitting room. I had my chair in there, my Bible. I go in there and pray and listen to music oh. and, and read, have quiet time with God. And I had to give it up. What so now mom. I just have a little corner in the closet because I made like a little prayer closet. Okay. But I, what happened was we share a closet. And so 
the office, I moved all my clothes over into the office. Okay. So I could have that spot. Well, that's just not not functioning. Convenient. Yeah. But the office is a mess because it needs to be gone through. So okay. when we get over, when we get done with holidays, then I'll be working on the office and moving. Oh, so moving. you already so got have, some some New Year's resolutions going well, there. Well, I don't know if it's a New Year's resolution. <laughs> it just needs to be done. It's just a house chore. <laughs> it's just a house chore that needs to be done. That's oh, the truth. Oh, wow. Well, I tell, well, I think that's very important, you know, I, I, that every Christian should have that, like a prayer room. Yeah, I or somewhere they can go to. Yeah, somewhere you can just be alone with the Lord, you know, and everybody has that different place, you know. I've yeah. heard people say, you know, like, you catch me out in the garden and just say, Lord, that just looks so pretty, don't I? And I wonder what my neighbors think when they see me just like, oh, my, look at that. That Jacob's ladder's looking good. He's talking to Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, everybody has their own place. Mine's the garden, you know, so. Well, I mean, it wouldn't matter around here because I talk to myself quite a bit. Well, they say if you answer yourself, I do that, too. Oh, wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're in trouble, girl. We're in trouble. (laughs) Must be, because I'll be like. We're at a whole new level now. (laughs) He's he's used to it now, but when we first got married, he'd be like, what, what? And I'm like, I'm just talking to myself. Okay, you know, (laughs) now it's like. Were you talking to me now? Oh. All right. You know, like, no big deal. Because he's like... <laughs> oh, boy. I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. It but you do. You need that place. Yeah. And a, a, a prayer is very important for your mind and soul. And uh, just to have that conversation with the Lord is good. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's... I always... When the when you the more quiet of a place, like mornings, I, that's where I usually find and hear the Lord is in the mornings. You know? And a lot of people... Like I said, everybody's different. Yeah, I'm in the evenings. See? Just because Mm -hmm. I'm, like, anxious. Like, okay, if I get up, Mm -hmm. the kids are going to hear me, and they're going to get up. I'm not going to have time. Like, at least at nighttime, I know that everyone's asleep. Mm -hmm. Make me a cup of coffee. There you go. And sit down and have my quiet time with the Lord. we got some things to talk about, Lord. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's important. It's really important. It is. And we've been doing a Bible study on Facebook. I'm enjoying that, yes. And... I think this last time, because we're taking a break. Yep. But it's on the Resolution for Women by Priscilla Shire. But um, we were talking about accountability partners. Yeah, you've been getting into some good stuff. Well, I told Billy, I said, you know what? Until I read this book, like, until I actually met him, I never heard of an accountability partner. I didn't really either. I mean, we were, I think, I don't know if we were, were we dating or we had just gotten married? But there was an older gentleman at church that him and Billy would you know, call each other, hey, how you doing, mm. you know, uh, did you read this in the Bible, you know, let's discuss it, you know, and I was like, I never even heard of that until wow. I met you, and I said, then she's talking about it, and how important that is, and I was like, I got my Jennifers, that's I right. got one in Indiana, one in Ohio, <laughs> I got my Sherry, <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I told Todd the other day, I said, if y'all move somewhere, uh-huh. just make sure that there's a room, because I'm going to need me oh, some Jennifer yeah. time, I'll make you a pretty beach room, <laughs> no, I'm there, I might not come back, there you go, I'll have it all dressed up for you, and you could just, because <sighs> I already told, I said, you know, Will loves cold, he loves the snow, does he, Grant, well, let him get older, Grant doesn't at all. Oh, Grant will not go outside. I mean, he'll go outside for two minutes and then he's back in. He just don't want to. So I said, 
Well, I know where Mama's going to be staying when she's older. <laughs> Will will probably stay in Ohio. Yeah. Gran will be moving to Hawaii or Florida. And guess who her Mama's going to be going yeah. during the winter? Yeah, there you go. Mom's going to have already, a little... I already planned it. There I already, you go. Have I already a little, told... little tiny house in the backyard. Exactly. <laughs> Make me it. What, what do they call them? Those mother-in-law suites or whatever? Yeah, there you yeah, go. That's what I'm going to... You can be in the backyard and say, I'll just monitor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do you. Do you. you do your thing. You do I'll you. do mine. That's right. I ain't, oh, I ain't gonna worry about it. That's yeah. funny. Oh, I tell you, the cold is hard. Oh, it's yeah, bad, not, especially uh, when you get it older. It hasn't been that bad though. So no, far. we've been very lucky because I saw uh, a like Boston. Yeah, I have to say, right, Boston. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jersey. Yeah. They're getting slammed. Yeah. Oh, you know, I saw this guy out there, and he was just as happy as could be in twenty inches of snow. <laughs> I just thought. Oh, God love you. You know, you got the right attitude. Keep going. I would, oh, the shovel and plow. No, oh, thank yeah. you. No. Well, Billy's like, I'm going to get me uh, one of those snow, snow blowers. I saw. He goes, but you know, as soon as I get it, it won't snow. Well, I'm glad he and bought it. <laughs> thank you, Phil. And then, now and we know why. He's all sad because he's like, I like shoveling snow. And I'm like. Oh, there'll be plenty of opportunity for you to do that, you know, because it was like, I like playing in the snow. I like to shovel snow. Yeah. I'm like, well, you can still do it. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I ain't going to stop we, you. We've been lucky so far, but uh, I, like I said, I, the older I've gotten, I don't like it. I mean, yeah. I think it's beautiful when it falls on the trees and the lights are on it. I like it stuff. on a postcard and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, we really know how you feel, (laughs) ma'am. I don't like it. I don't. I I just, you know, I snowbirds, they have the right idea, don't they? So I found an article about the American Bible Society that shipped out 10,000 free Bibles to Kanye fans. I mean, it's been kind of amazing to see. I think so. I think that is. I I think if I believe it had to be um, increased because there was such a demand. That they actually extended it, if I believe the article. But uh, he's doing a lot of. The Lord is really using him, but yeah. um, I think he's going to find out now. The enemy's going to come after him a lot mm-hmm. because, from what I'm hearing, an atheist group wants to go after him to stop him from going into churches, which is sad. Yeah, or going into prisons. Going. I'm sorry, going yeah, into prisons. prisons. Yeah, he's been going into prisons to. Uh, preach and he's been bringing his gospel group in there but now satan's coming around the corner Mm -hmm. which we expected him to do that sooner or later he shows his ugly face yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so uh but you know i i really um i admire him you know it's i think he's shocking hollywood to the core (laughs) oh he is but like (laughs) even then like i i'm pulling up the thing again that he must have some kind of influence on his wife because it's been reported that she has decided to dress more conservatively. That's huge for more Kim, modestly. For, uh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, because wow. like her whole, the whole reason that she's famous is because of a sex tape, right? Well, that's what I think started, and and then and, she's got the and her her body as her income, right? I mean, she sells her body uh, for her jewelry, her fashion. And she's known for her selfies. They're very, you know, showy. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. You know? But, uh, you know, now I think, um, if I read, she got baptized, too. Really? Yeah, and she said she feels, uh, 
she can't it's really nice how she explains this it's so innocent and pure she's like i don't know what's happening to me but i feel different now and i don't want to dress like that she said i want to dress more modest and more and i thought well you know i said if she you know feels claims that she's been baptized that's the holy spirit starting to work on her and convict her mm -hmm. and she wants to change and and hollywood needs someone to stand up like that and say hey you don't have to show yourself like that you know right. you girls can be ladies and still achieve a lot and they don't really have a lot of examples in the world so but won't that be a testimony kim oh, kardashian yeah. of you all thought, people yeah. yeah you thought conway west was a boom <laughs> just, yeah you know now you got kim kardashian and if she can get her chloe and all them to join in whoa Wouldn't that be something? wow that will yeah. be that will really rock Hollywood. Oh, oh yeah, rock the world. Rock the world. Yeah, because they. I mean, they're like a power couple. Everybody knows they are, and they're who they are. They're at first when they first got married, I thought what a mismatch because you know, I don't know if you ever listened to his music, but it was really uh, it's explicit. I mean, yeah, I it was. I have no. I I never to listened to his music personally, but. Um, with my mom having Parkinson's, he did a rap song where he was making fun out of a rap, people with Parkinson's. And I took offense to that because I thought, you know, and he, he got a lot of flack for that. But to see him become so convicted now over his music and he doesn't want to, he said he doesn't want to go back to that. He's, yeah. not, he's not making that music no more. He's going to make gospel music and he wants to be a warrior for the Lord. So, and then he's got his wife, you know, he's been an example and an influence on her now. And, um, but like I said, you know, I don't think she would be afraid of that though, Kim Kardashian, because you know, she's going to college now to be a lawyer. Oh, yeah. Well, her dad she, was a lawyer. Yeah. And she wants to defend people who have been falsely accused of crimes and are in prison. She wants to defend them and help them. So I, you know, it's kind of sad. I think she's a very intelligent woman. I think she has, well to create a business empire worth over a billion dollars, you can't be dumb. Right. But, um, you know, now that she's going to be used by the Lord, she'll really, it'll be nice to see what she does. Yeah. And how far she goes. Because I think she could take the criticism. She's, she strikes me as, you know, pretty tough well, I'm girl. I'm sure people criticize her all the time. That's so. right. So, she, so she's be... like, there ain't going to be no nothing new. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it's, like, amazing because, like, he, you know, he just dropped his new album not too long ago and... Like, I think it's, like, hit number one. And I've only heard little bits and pieces. Have you listened I, to I heard it when he was on a plane. They uh, they did a... Who was... Somebody... A, it was a James Corden. Yeah. Yeah. And they sang a, a piece of it. And it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, because I love gospel. I like real, true Southern gospel. Yeah. And it's just... I mean, you just wanted to stand up and say, Woo! You know? Yeah. <laughs> take know. it, take it! You know? But, uh... It was good. It really is what I heard on there, it, on the plane. It seemed really good. Yeah. And then he went on Joel Osteen and performed. His group went on there, his gospel yeah. group, and performed. So what do you think about that? Joel Osteen, huh? I'm not the biggest Joel Osteen fan. I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll admit it. I, when good. I think of Joel Osteen, I think of prosperity preaching. You know, everything's mm -hmm. a little, what is it? Um in this case, you know, Forrest Gump always say life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Well, in Joel Seen's case, life is a box of chocolates. Every bite that you 
chomp into is going to be gold. You know, yeah. like everything's hunky-dory. Everything's beautiful. Everything's, everything's beautiful. Good. Everything's good. <laughs> so at first I was kind of hesitant. I was like, no, Kanye, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. It's a trap. But I did, I mean, we just watched it a little while ago, and I did like where he said, like, the only superstar is Jesus. Yes. So, I mean, he did give credit where credit yes, was due. Yes, he did. And he, he's given all the credit to the yeah. Lord. Yeah, and I do, I do like that. And mm-hmm. So, I mean, in that sense, you know. Well, that's a, 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 that's a big platform for him to speak, too. But like we were talking, he's new in his faith and his walk. So, yeah. he'll learn. Yeah. He'll, he'll learn, learn that sometimes there's, what is it, wolves wolves and sheep clothing yes thank yeah, you yeah he'll learn yeah, we he'll all learn. hey i had to learn you had to learn they're out there yeah and uh and sometimes they take they they literally take the guise of being brothers and sisters in christ mm-hmm. quote unquote you know like they're supposed to be the ones you know your brothers and sisters in christ are they're supposed to be your family in christ the ones that support you and mm-hmm. and i mean ever since he's said that he's got saved I think the biggest criticism has been from people that claim to follow Christ. Yeah, and that's kind of sad because, you know, um, we're all sinners. We've all done something before we were saved that, you know, there's always somebody who will say, oh, I remember when you used to do this and used to say that. Well, you don't understand what it's like when you get saved. You're free from that. Right. You know? And um, I think he... Um, you know, he's in the beginning stages, and I think, you know, I, I really, I pray for him, bless him, you know, just take it and just go with it and mm-hmm. see where it takes you. I mean, and when you, you know, pray for the people that are around him, that he's getting the guidance exactly. from, you know, that he because doesn't. Because people can be misled. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to stay tough in that word, and difficult things are going to come his way, yeah. because we all know they're going to want him to embrace certain things and they're going to say well this is in love this is that right. this is that so it's like a honeymoon phase you know it is and then yeah. you come out of it and then so he's he's um he's basically declaring war yes basically. he is he's getting ready to go into a battle he is he is and uh, i definitely i heard that he um he brought a lot of people to christ when he went to the prisons yeah. He had, he, they said it was just, oh yeah, it was just beautiful. So, you know, he, um, like I said, he's doing more than some people do. You know, you got a lot of people sit on the pew and say it, but at least yeah. he's out there doing it. Yeah. Got to give him the credit where it's due. It is, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like you said, he's still, so he is going to misstep and he's going to fall. I mean, we all do, no matter yep. how long we've yep. been saved. Mm-hmm. It's just like you said a couple weeks ago when when you were on here, mm-hmm. all the eyes are on him. Oh, yeah. Like, there's not as many eyes on us. No. There are no. tons of eyes on him waiting for him to fall. Exactly. They're and waiting then, and they're there just lurking, waiting for him to fail. Yeah. And it's a shame his Christian brothers and sisters should reach out to him. Now, I know... Uh, um, Franklin Graham has spoke highly mm-hmm. of him and said he needs our prayers and our encouragement because he is um, a lot further ahead in his walk with the Lord and he knows what's coming his way. Yeah, he knows. He knows. His family's been through it, so he knows. And uh, but that's nice that is that Kim now is coming. Yeah, she said that. Um, or she's coming well, on board now with him. Uh. She says she's supportive. 
but is mentally not on the same page as her husband yet. So at least there's, um, well, he's he's got to be careful too. There's an influence, too. you know. God yeah. is using him to influence, you know, his wife. So I mean, yeah. Well, and um, he's got to be careful too. I think we talked about that. He can't. Um, as you say, shove it on her, shove it down her throat because right. she'll rebel. And, but it sounds like he's given her that time and she has, like I said, she said she got baptized and now she's feeling convicted how she dresses. And mm-hmm. so time will tell. I mean, right. you know them by their fruits. That's right. Well, I think, I don't know how long my husband's home now, so I might ask him <laughs> if he can hear me. Um, but his dad wasn't saved and his, mm-hmm. when him and his mom got married. And yeah. His mom went to church every Sunday for how long? Your dad never tried to stop him, stop her. But I don't know how long it was, but eventually his dad ended up accepting Christ. Wow. You know, and his mom played that big influence. I mean, Bill's mom did. Because and you hear that a lot, Sunday, like with know. Duck Dynasty. Yeah. The same way with her, you know. So, it, it you know, it can happen. And I wish them all the best, you know, because, um, like you were saying, we nobody should judge. It's um, all the light. Uh, everybody's watching them. Everybody sees what they're doing, and um, you got to pray for them and encourage them, you mm-hmm. know. And I, I really, and it's hard because you know they they really look at the past, how they acted. Oh, you know, yeah. Well, you, last year you did this, Kim, and you did this, right? Because they're lost and they don't understand what happens to you when you accept the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit convicts you; it enters you, and. Um, so, you know, I wish her all the best. I really do. Especially they have children that grow up in Hollywood. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, they, they need the Lord in that family. Thanks for being oh, with us well, again. thanks for having me, Sherry. I know, you know, I'm going to support you on this. And uh, this is like our little, yeah. little round table exactly. discussion area. Yeah, there you go. You know, and you all can send out, send some, uh, some, uh, what? some messages to sherry maybe we can talk about some subjects for you yeah hey Hey, that's a good idea (laughs) yeah that really is a good idea yeah so uh i think this is fun we'll have a good time yeah and uh thank you for having me i appreciate thanks for thanks for coming over and chatting thanks for listening this week to our podcast unashamed we hope you enjoyed it the song unashamed is by brian free and assurance from their album unashamed You can find more information about Brian Free and Assurance, a wonderful Southern Gospel group, at their website, brianfreeandassurance.com. See you next week, y'all.